there's like a, a, a caricature of the stoner, you know, of the person that's a marijuana right. supporter. And it's a, it's yes. right. It's mm-hmm. an exaggerated, you know, stereotype, which none of you, Bill, you're probably the closest, but. <laughs> <laughs> But you're also a hundred percent legit guy that yes, knows a lot. And, yes. hey, and the whole thing is, I'm a 20 year self employed businessman in the state of Delaware, so right. I'm not contributing member members to society. Right. You know yes. what I mean? Right. right. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies. Real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Hey guys, welcome back to Acts 2 and 42 podcast. This is Keith. Um, Today we have another episode on marijuana. And if you listened before, you know that we've, we did one episode talking about marijuana in the church, how it may be uh, a church matter, a, a spiritual matter. Um, but today we're going to talk a little bit more about the legal process, especially here in Delaware. We're going to talk about uh, the plant uh, just all around. And we actually have three local advocates with us uh, to help enlighten us and our audience a little bit on um, just different aspects of the, of the, of the plant, yeah. you know, uh, in general. So let's start off with Kim. Kim, why don't you go ahead and, and introduce yourself and let us know, you know, who you are um, in a nutshell and, and why it is you're an advocate. Sure. Okay. So my name's Kim Petters and I live here in Magnolia, Delaware. I started out as a veteran with PTSD who saw how hard it was to get access to our medical marijuana program. Um, We set out a group of veterans to get that changed, and we did. There's now better access to medical marijuana for PTSD. And since then, I've been involved in numerous medical bills and our current legalization bill. And I stay involved because I want to make sure a good fair bill passes and that's for the people of Delaware, not for a small select few. Mm. Okay. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into, we'll, we'll uh, dissect that statement a little bit deeper. Um, <laughs> sure. um, to your, to your left, we got Sam. Sam, go ahead and introduce yourself. And, uh, um, sure. My, you know, my, thanks for having us on. Really appreciate yeah, it. Guys. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Guys. Bill, good right. to reunite well, again, well, brother. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> good to see you again, Kim. Crime here. Uh, my name is Sam Chick. I am a, I'm a small businessman, live here, Delaware native, lived here my whole life. Uh, also, political advocate for good government, which mm-hmm. brings me to cannabis. This is something that should have never been illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been active in that for uh, since I got active in politics in Delaware, maybe eight or nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's an important issue. It's something it really should have never, ever been illegal. And it's important for us to recognize and start taking steps when we're in a republic here. When the government goes wrong, we need to take steps to correct that. Right. So, you know, I ran for office at one point. I was had uh, cannabis is one of my issues then. You know, unfortunately, I which, which office? It was a uh, state representative in Dover. Okay. Okay. So 47%. It's uh, it's a tough district for a Republican, but we almost yeah. won. So maybe in the future sometime. Wow. Uh, but That's then awesome. started a cannabis legalization organization. And uh, actually, that's uh, had met Kim while we were working on different efforts, and she helped me form this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worked on a veterans issue together, helped get a bill passed, and it's just working it. I feel like 2020, really here in Delaware, this is kind of the critical mm-hmm. year. I think it's going to happen next year. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of work to be done, like Kim said, to make sure that it gets done the right way right. and not, um, you know, there's a lot that can go wrong with it. This is government we're talking about. So. Right. 
Right. Be aware of that. What what organization? You say you uh, started with Del Canna. Okay. So we work for Cannabis Reform. You can yeah. check us out, delcanna.org. And we have a petition, DelawarePetition.com. Um, it's, uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk more about it. Though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Thank Great. You. All right. The man with the master plan, Bill. <laughs> Tell us your story. <laughs> no great intro like these guys. Dude, right. I'm just a dude on the street. What can I say? Connoisseur. Okay. Grower. Okay. You know, I, uh, I've spent a long time uh, increasing my knowledge just for the medical aspect, even though I don't need it. Okay. But, you know, I, I, who, who hasn't been smoking weed for 20, 30 years anyway, you know? Right. I want good weed. So I want <laughs> right. good weed. Right. Know? And uh, that's all. Just been arrested for it in the state of Delaware, you okay. know, for growing weed, all that. It, every aspect of it. I was okay. raised in church. So, you guys, I wish I was on here for the church one because, you know, really? Jesus Same. my guy, you know? Okay. <laughs> all right. See, well, see, we didn't come, you know, for that necessarily, but um, I meant to ask. I know you had already mentioned mm-hmm. you were a Christian, but I meant to ask just to, you know, have respect for what it is, whatever position you guys are coming from. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And if we have one, you know, well, I'll talk to you more. And if cool there's dude. something church-related you want to come talk about, we can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, you know, talking, you know, especially legally, you know, and it's, it's, we, we were talking before we got started and it's, it's, um, it's very nuanced. There's several complex angles. There's several, man, you, you kind of have to dissect it. It's intricate. And I, I was giving you credit just talking that I know, um, I'm familiar with some of it, but Man, you, you enlighten us really fast on a lot of stuff. So, um, Kim, I don't know if you want to. Um, I know we talked about it, but as far as where we are legally, you know, who wants to speak to that as far as either as a nation or Delaware? You know, where are we legally? What's going on? So as a nation, I think right now it's 11 plus states have legalized for recreational, uh, 33 plus states for medical purposes. And here in Delaware, we do have a medical program. It's extremely lacking and far behind. Um Hopefully that's going to change soon. And as far as recreational goes, we currently do have a, I say this lightly, it's currently decriminalized. Mm, which partially, which is confusing. We'll say it's currently, it's partially decriminalized. Right. Now we do have a bill um, that entered uh, the house last year. Okay. It's HB 110. It mm-hmm. is for legalization. It lacks immensely. It needs a lot of work. Um, and we're confident we can get those changes made. And hopefully by this next session, when we go back in January, when leg hall opens up again, we can get this bill going and get it passed because Mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, it's time, you know, Delaware is so far behind the curve here. Um, and it's not, if we legal, it's not if, or when we legalize, it's a matter of how, and Mm -hmm. that's, what's important. We have got to make sure this is done right. It's interesting. It's interesting. Now, now before we get in, before before you go and get into the how, <laughs> right. um, for you know, for a lot of listeners and viewers, can you kind of explain decriminalize? How do we right. explain? So, I, so I decriminalization, wish I could say, like for for example, it's if you grow cannabis, mm-hmm. it's that's still a crime. Still illegal. That's still a crime. If you possess more than one ounce, it's still a crime. It's still illegal. Yes, it's still it. Well, yeah, and it's yeah. I want to talk to that. Let him let him say. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. No, I mean that's really it. That's the status. Okay. So it's only and it's still if you have less than an ounce, that it's still a civil fine. So if you have it in your house, they can still fine you for it. Mm. Uh, and also, if you have it, like say you're out on the street, that's the misdemeanor still. Okay. okay. It's only okay. a civil fine in your personal possession. 
not out, you don't have it out and on your own property. So it's uh, it's really is still it's very still very much criminalized. Cannabis is still yeah. very much against the law in those terms. Only in small personal amounts mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. are you not going to get a criminal record. Right. I, I would like to say that our attorney general, Kathy Jennings, did come out last year saying that they're not going to prosecute someone that is found with up to six ounces. Mm. But here's the thing. That person's still getting arrested. Right. That mm. person's still going to have to go to court, right. take time off work, right. pay you bond. know, pay bond mm. that right. now they have something on their record. I mean, just what that puts a person through, their they're family gonna through. Fined. They're, they're going to be their property right. confiscated. That cannabis that looks up to six ounces. Somebody takes six right. ounces. That's a lot of money, mm-hmm. according to which from right. the dispensaries in the state right now in the medical places, that's uh, they're selling it for 400 an ounce. So that's a lot yeah. of money. Right. In your bill. What yeah. do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Four hundred for an ounce. Yeah. Oh, it's extremely I'm, I'm like, over. It's yeah. very. It's very so over. Right. 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 There's only three companies in the whole state that are allowed to operate uh, and dispense cannabis in Delaware. Only three. No, we've had it since 2001. Why? Is there three companies? I thought two of them was the same guy. No, no, three. There's three, three individual companies, and the two of them have like two dispensaries now. Okay. I think. But like not more, two, not more ones. product, just another retail yeah, shop. Exactly. So they can, Jesus, uh, they still can't meet. <laughs> our important to understand is our medical dispensaries, because we only have the three owners, um, we can't meet supply and demand. We've had this medical program for almost a decade mm-hmm. and medical patients are still going without. They're still paying top dollar for a medicine that's not covered by insurance. And what's frustrating is, can you imagine if maybe a diabetic went into the pharmacy to pick up their medicine mm-hmm. and they couldn't get it because there wasn't enough? Right. People would be up in arms. Yep. I just, you know, it's it, we really need our medical program to be taken more seriously. We need our doctors to be allowed to decide when to prescribe and what to prescribe. Currently, the list of qualifying conditions, diagnoses, if you will, mm-hmm. that you can get medical marijuana for, it's very small. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it takes a, it, uh, a whole uh, panel of people. Generally, if, for you to get a bill or get something added, you can mm-hmm. either petition the medical marijuana program, mm-hmm. which it's impossible to get something added. Has only worked once. It's only it's worked, worked once. Only Everything worked else once. is yeah. denied. They deny all the petitions. They would rather people only have mm-hmm. access to narcotics and the addictive stuff. And then the other way to get a qualifying condition added to the program um, is to go through your legislature. Right. Which... Right is a feat in itself. I mean, (laughs) you know, so our program is really lacking compared to other states, unfortunately. Getting PTSD, getting an active legislature done, we had to get a bill passed to get PTSD added as one of the, you know, one of the things that it could be treated for. And then also without an additional, you know, they wanted an additional um, psychiatrist recommendation. Mm -hmm. Instead of just a regular physician. Yeah, instead of just your physician who you normally go to or who already has all your medical records and can confirm, oh, yes, and treat for that. Is that pretty tough? 
getting a getting a because uh, I know you you right. have a, a card. Yes, I do have a is card. It, <laughs> is it tough getting getting a card? Yes, I mean it really is. You have to find a doctor. It depends on your doctor. Yeah, right? it depends on right. your doctor. If your doctor's cool but, with it, then no. But you also money, have to pay mm. out of pocket for it. Mm. And you know, a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. I'm mm -hmm. blessed that I can afford that, but I know a right. lot of people that can't. Right, right. Um, and then you know you have to pay. To have the state approve you mm -hmm. having a card, which the state doesn't have to approve anyone to have narcotics and opiates. Right, right. <laughs> is it you the know? same cost yes. across the board for it? doesn't matter who. It is. Well, I think there is. The doctor um, fees would vary. But yes. then there is like a low income assistance where you can get the, you can get it waived. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're all, if it's, you know, we qualify for Medicaid, probably you can get the uh, state fee waived. But again, mm -hmm. these are more yes. hoops to jump right. through, which I don't know. I right. would to, just it's to make sure. It's easier to get Oxycontin prescribed yeah. than it is. It is. Cannabis Go to prescribed. the dentist and get yeah. Oxycontin. Yeah. And right. it's, right. you know, yeah. when we're, when in yeah. something for your listeners to fully understand, mm -hmm. cannabis is impossible to overdose from. Right. It is non-addictive. They say overdose, but then they're like, my wife was asking me, she was like, overdose? What? I said, no, they're just saying that someone got too high. Like, that's what they're saying. It was a larger dose than what probably someone normally taking, well, but not that they're laid out on a stretcher having a seizure or something right. crazy. You know, like, when you look at narcotics, it affects, if for someone to overdose, it affects the respiratory system. And the person actually... Right dies it happens yeah. every single day right. across america whereas right. with cannabis no one has ever died right. ever from right so it seems like overdose is the wrong word for mm. for doctors right. and stuff to use they're just talking about the guy was way indulged. too high right. he was high for like 14 hours straight they would freak out and be yeah. paranoid and stuff the doctors like they're freaking out all right they're just high you know but they're not take a nap they're not medically injured <laughs> there's or, no medical emergency right take a nap you're gonna be okay i don't think you should use that word you know there's also you know now there are cat little capsules pills that you can take that will you know, reverse it. We'll like bring it, it down yes. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So bring it down. Exactly. So right. it's, uh, you know, it's so overblown. It's so overblown. You know, there are things that are legitimate to be concerned about. You know, people are definitely concerned about like children getting access to cannabis. Right. That, that's a concern. And especially like it looks like gummies. Right. So there's certain things like, oh, if you see you're selling it, put in childproof containers, just like any other medicine, anything mm. else. Yeah, right, okay, right, that right. makes sense. I actually would like to say, as a mother of four, when it comes to the what about our children argument, okay, so there are so many things in my home that could harm my children. Right. We have firearms in the house, and guess right. what? We're responsible parents, and my children will never touch them. Right. We have cleaning chemicals. Mm -hmm. I make sure those are out of the hands of my children. Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many things. A, a, a bath. Do you think I'm ever going to leave my child alone right. in the bathtub? No. Right. How about a fork? How about I mean, a fork? Right. How about kitchen, kitchen knives? Do people have that, their kitchen knives right. on their... You know, right. it's the same thing. Then your medicine cabinet. Right. That are, The argument is like... Um, it's like unfair. What you're trying to do is appeal to to fear. Yes. And when I mean, it's used it's used politically all over for every topic. Everyone's like children. Once you put children in, no one can argue against it because it's kids. Marijuana has been from the beginning fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You had the end of prohibition. You had mm -hmm. this guy losing money. The tambourine rattlers were already out there. You know, again, I love Jesus too, but mm -hmm. you know, they use the church. Right. They use you know false reports, unscientific reports. Right. They didn't want intermingling. Right. Who used marijuana back in then? It was the black people, the Mexicans, yeah. the across the tracks people. Yep. So you go down there, you get some. They didn't want that intermingling. You right. know, you, you can YouTube it. 
Yeah. Why was marijuana illegal? And there's like a 15 minute video there that'll yeah. show you, well, you'll be like, what? Right. Really? Yep. And so when these guys today are like, you know, we still want to keep it illegal. You're basically backing up a policy mm -hmm. that's unscientific right. and based on hysteria to boost up government money and racism. It mm -hmm. was straight up, you know, those people use that. Right. We'll go down there. We told you not to go down there. Wow. Right. Wow. It's what it was. I mean, it, it clearly, you know, was just easy to get the good old church people right. to not, yep. you know, to get on board with that. It's ridiculous. That's where it comes back to, you know, give us back the plant. I don't, you know, I'm not a stores guy. I'm not a sales guy. Mm -hmm. Give us back the plant. Right. Let us create a market. The problem with 110, the state of Delaware run by a bunch of lawyers and stuff. They're not business people. Mm -hmm. They certainly are not smart enough to create, find all the troubleshooting problems right. and do all this stuff to create an industry. Right. It's mm -hmm. an industry. They're just that that's not them. You mm -hmm. you legalize it like they did in DC. You let a black market develop, which is already here. You see what it is, and mm -hmm. then you open that up to right. development. Right. And then we get tax money and all that. The way they got it now, it's a funnel. The 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 dispensary, it's a funnel. One guy got it. The law says that that guy gets the first dispensary. He's done a terrible job of running a medical dispensary. Mm -hmm. Every patient I know complains about it. But we're going to have this guy, the only guy that can have the, the uh, commercial dispensary for the rest of us. Why? Because he's been terrible. He gets right. an eight month mm -hmm. or 12 months advance. Read that 110. I'm not going to say it's the worst bill ever. And I can't get behind it because it doesn't have grow in it. You know, okay. it, it says, here's what we're going to do. We're going to legalize your ability to go buy some weed and make somebody rich. I'm already doing that. I'm already mm -hmm. doing it to the dude that lives at his mom's house. You know what I mean? Right. He's there already go. got a better car than me. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He already <laughs> smells better and looks better than me. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, I know we were talking, I think when, when Sam and Kim came in. <clears throat> we were already chatting yeah, we about were, it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, when back in the day, we, cannabis, you know, they were both synonymous. I, but now I'm finding out that there is a difference. Mm -hmm. No, talk to me. That okay. so, You're talking about hemp, CBD. Right, CBD versus THC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 CBD yeah. versus THC. There right. we go. Right. Yeah. People sure. right. They were like, yo, yeah, yo, what's Hold up? What's up? No, 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 man. Well, this is, this is, yeah, this is where uh, the science has come along quite a long ways because this is something that wasn't even allowed to be researched, you know, for a very long time. But now they're discovering. So THC, they discovered that. Back in the 70s, that's what gets you high in right. cannabis. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. Cannabis, weed, marijuana, all the same thing. That's the plant, cannabis gotcha. sativa. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have THC. That's a molecule within that plant. That's what gets you high. It's from a class that's called cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. And there's maybe 80 to 100 or more all kinds of different cannabinoids other than THC. One is CBD. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of other ones. CBD is the other one we know a lot, of, uh, a lot about. Actually, the U.S. government holds a patent on CBD cannabidiol. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. So, and CBD has a bunch of, you know, THC is what gets you high. It also has a bunch of medicinal and therapeutic mm -hmm. products, mm -hmm. um, you know, properties, mm -hmm. tons. CBD does not get you high. Also has some therapeutic properties as mm -hmm. well. Good for inflammation, you know, relaxation, a, a bunch of other things. But that's like kind of, CBD is what mellows you out. THC is what gets you, you high. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they both um, really, it'd be great you know, for your listeners to go and do some research out there because mm -hmm. like medical strains, you might get one that's 20 to one THC to CBD, mm -hmm. or you might get one that's 20 to one CBD to THC, mm -hmm. depending, you know, the other way, or right. three parts <clears throat> CBD to one part THC. Mm -hmm. They all vary depending on, 
you know, what you're trying to treat. Now, let's go back. So those are the actual molecules. That's like THC. That's what gets you high. Now let's take it back a step. So cannabis, that's the plant. That's the plant. Now right. we're talking mm -hmm. about hemp, which hemp is cannabis, but it's just a different subspecies, different mm, species. Right. The way they define hemp, throughout history, hemp and cannabis have been synonymous. But hemp mm -hmm. has really been when you're talking like, oh, for the industrial use. Right. The way we define hemp here in the U.S. now is if it has 0.3% or less Delta 9 THC, which is that molecule that gets you high. So Maybe that's what they're concerned man. about. Right. <laughs> I was say, there should be a chart right, on yeah. the screen right now. Well, that's the deal. Hemp it's good. can get you high. It's low, you know, it's very low amount of THC, but it can still have high amounts of CBD and these other strains. So right now, if gotcha. you know, I'm sure people have heard about CBD in the news. It's been in the last few years, it's mm -hmm. really built up a lot of people, you know, a lot of doc physicians are behind it, a lot of medical professionals are behind it. It, uh, and it's sold, you know, it, it's re uh, pharmacies are selling it now. It, it's really picking mm -hmm. up. It's quite interesting. But hemp, we have hemp for the first time in Delaware in, from what I can tell, since like the 1930s or 40s. It was made illegal was, with weed. Yes. Due to the cotton lobby. Let's put that in mm -hmm. there. Why was hemp? Which is mm -hmm. which this country was founded on. Mm -hmm. George Washington grew like 13 kinds of hemp, three of them smoking hemp. Look it up right mm -hmm. there. Valley Forge or whatever it's called, Mount Vernon. Okay. He grew hemp right there. Wrote cloth, paper, all that. Right. When marijuana was getting made illegal, DuPont had just to find out how to turn wood pulp into paper. Right? So okay. We always use hemp. DuPont comes in, we need that hemp thrown in. It's a cannabis plant too. Ooh. Is it cotton well, lobby? Corporate yeah. motives. Cotton yeah. Lobby. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, hemp pants don't wear it. Nylon with uh, nylon, industrial cotton. company. We got to get uh, them out of there. Because wow. hemp doesn't know, you know, it doesn't take near as much water, near as much pesticide as cotton, all that stuff. But again, it was a whole other industry. We had that here. Do the plants we, look now, the same? They look, they look very similar. I'm surprised. Where any, can we buy hemp, any Sam? Kind, yeah, we, it's still, we, you know, that's the other thing. Hemp is still, well, we, yeah, sure. I, we sell hemp. We sell the actual raw products. According to the state of Delaware, you have to be licensed to grow it. You can't, you know, I uh, argued with the ag department about this. Why isn't it legal now? Couldn't somebody just grow it in their house? Couldn't they grow it in the yard? They say, nope. You need to be one of our licensed people. Although in the law, you know, this it's a, it's an argument. It's like, why? I said, okay, well, show me where I would be charged if I grew it. And the guy never got back to me. This was right. months ago. Yeah, months ago. So can, you I, you, you can you grow hops? You can grow hops and make hops. beer? You can grow as much beer it's, as you, you want. Grow you can brew as much grow, beer as they, you want. It's it's such a, you it's can so grow as much tobacco as you want. Right. You, and those are two lethal substances. But You can brew 200 gallons of beer until you need to get some kind of license in Delaware. That's a lot of beer. So that's when cannabis is, cannabis prohibition is ended. People have to be able to grow it. It's not legal if you can't grow it. That's crazy. Right. And yeah. I think, I think you know, Bill's right in the, in the history of it, mm -hmm. you know, and then the, the corporate corporate influence over the years, you know. So it's like it's like the redheaded stepchild of all substances and all things you could grow. It's being treated very unfairly when you look at the rest of everything else, you know. The big things, like Bill said, the big things it had going against it when it was prohibited is that alcohol prohibition ended, so they needed another substance to right. go after. And the International <clears throat> Narcotics Conventions had been banning stuff slowly up till then. Mm -hmm. But that's when it really picked up in the U.S. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you had nylon, all these different synthetics coming on. Hemp, very good fiber. Mm -hmm. Another reason. Another big one 
was the paper industry. What yeah. you're talking about is yeah. a guy named William Randolph Hearst, who not only owned, you might have heard of that name, mm-hmm. not only did he own a bunch of timber tracks and paper mills, Millions also owned like more than half of the newspaper, you know, huge wow. newspaper circulation, all the big papers. It's yellow, he was one of the uh, progenitors of yellow, yellow journalism. So what were in all the Hearst papers? Marijuana, the demon weed. The, right. Yeah, right. yeah, right. crazy, you know, and it's, it's interesting to see Talk about the fake news. The fake news has been hard at work for a very long time. Right. That's why cannabis is illegal because of the yep. fake news. Yep. The only person that testified against it uh, when it was outlawed in Congress and they passed it, you know, of course they did something somewhat constitutional in the days. They just said there's a thousand dollar tax on it, which is, <laughs> you know, if you don't pay the tax, then it's tax evasion. It's not, the federal government isn't really, doesn't have the power really mm-hmm. to outlaw things, but that's a constitutional argument. Anyway. Right. The only people that testified in favor of cannabis was the American Medical Association saying, this is medicine. Why mm-hmm. are you doing this? If you do this, our doctors are not going to be able to use this. And it's a very useful medicine. It's in our book, the U.S. Yeah. Pharmacopoeia. It's right in there as a useful medicine. Listen right. to different uses for it. Right. So, so look, fast forward to the 40s, World War, hemp for victory. So the United States that had had hemp illegal for 10, 15 years mm-hmm. said, yo, we need rope. We need better uniforms. We need everybody to grow hemp. Mm-hmm. Right. I've stood right in uh, the guy that used to be from here, Harvey uh, Harvey Kenton. Kenton. I yeah. stood in that. I wanted to say Harvey Kenton's office, but it ain't his office. It's y'all people in Milford's office. He just happened to be there for a minute. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, yeah. he said, if I knew you were here for, for marijuana, I wouldn't even let you in my office. That was his word. Too. Wow. Right. So then we go on talking about stuff. I won't even tell you some of the other stuff he said because he ain't here no more. And hopefully right. I did tell enough people what he said that that was instrumental in him being gone right. but he i said what about him it was before we had him this was a couple of years ago he said like i said uh i'm against everything marijuana and i was like mm-hmm. you know hemp for victory united obviously the united states didn't say for six months we need everybody to smoke weed again right it's a completely different right. product right and he's like if you can get the director of ag on it then I'll be with it. Right. And I'm like, I live in a trailer park and I have like a small yard. It's not benefiting me. It's mm-hmm. benefiting Delaware. It's industry. You, you know, right. Other states got it. Why do we got to yep. be 14th in line to get something all the time? Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And so, that, that, um, yeah. that ignorance, I think, I think a large part of that ignorance comes from, you know, like, like the DEA still and the federal government still listing it as a uh, schedule one substance, which is ridiculous. You know, it had meaning it has no medicinal value. Which is in uh, what book did what what uh, list did you? Uh, the patent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, as having medicinal value, yeah, yeah. the government has a patent, you know, um, and that it's uh, highly abused. Well, highly used or highly abused, I would ask. But so when that happens, you know, you're not really giving. Um, a lot of a lot of leeway to doctors and and scientists to actually openly research this or consider it. You're you're mm-hmm. making it the boogeyman. You're you're giving it a stigma before it's even had a chance to to be considered. It, it, so just throw it all as out. Long you know? as, as long as cannabis remains Schedule One, it makes it hard to research. Mm-hmm. It is blocking access to a ton of people. It's having people get arrested. Mm-hmm. It's blocking access to Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Because if explain you, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So cannabis is the only medication that causes you to lose your Second Amendment rights. So when you go to purchase a firearm, you have to fill out a form that asks. Um, it's a NICS check at the back, federal background check. And it asks specifically in 11E, do you use 
cannabis, whether recreationally or medicinally uh, legalized in your state, doesn't matter. And so if you check yes, Mm -hmm. you're denied that sale of that purchase of a firearm, Mm -hmm. which goes against Second Amendment rights. And if you check no and the answer is really yes, it can land you five years in jail. So... You know, the, here in Delaware, there's actually a bill, um, SB 79, to, that seeks to restore those rights mm-hmm. to um, medical marijuana patients like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it did just pass the state Senate unanimously before the end of session last year. Um, but unfortunately, all that will do, because this is a federal issue, all that state level bill will do for people like me is make it so that, say I have both, I'm not going to get arrested. It doesn't make it so I can still go buy a firearm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it so that I can carry a firearm. I'm still stripped of my Second Amendment rights, even though I've never been arrested in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm a United States veteran. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And because I choose cannabis to help me sleep at night, Right. Instead of Ambien, yep. which is addictive. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, because of that schedule one, yep. you lose your Second Amendment rights. And so, you know, we do have a bill at the federal level. It doesn't look like it's going to go too far to restore rights. But. And, and, and Sam, you kind of brushed over and I get why, because it's not necessarily what the what the what uh, this podcast is about. But um, the role of government, the role of federal government mm-hmm. constitutionally. Mm-hmm. And that, that brings, you know, it, it does... Uh, lend to this to this discussion, you know, the federal government and then what should happen on a state level. So it, it, re- it really in this case, it really makes it really confusing to be a citizen, you know, because yeah. <laughs> my state says, OK, or my state passed this law or that law. And then federally, it's it's still. And, you know, what people say to me uh, when it comes to the <laughs> firearms issue, they're like, you know, well, as long as it's federal, federally illegal, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be able to um, buy a firearm. And I'm like, well, if that's true, why can I walk into a state dispensary and buy cannabis? Because that's still federally illegal. Right, right. I think there is a way around. We're not going to stop until it gets solved. We, yeah, and especially with the federal issue, what you're talking about mm-hmm. is, you know, in the first place, this is a power the federal government has taken that they don't have. Right. They are not constitutionally invested yep. to do this. Consider this. It took an amendment to the U.S. Constitution to ban and prohibit the sale of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Took an amendment to the Constitution. Why? Because they understood that the federal government didn't have the power to just ban a substance. Right. We would actually have to amend that founding document. So you can't ban vaping. That's right. It's interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of powers they've taken, and of right. course, there's always the argument. Well, what's constitutional is what the people will. So, but that's what legislators do and what the people will is always not the same thing. Right. And in many cases is not, uh, which is very unfortunate. You know, we have a system of government. That's why good people need to be involved mm-hmm. in government. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. a civic duty. If you're pl- sitting on the sidelines and you say, Hey, the government's messed up. Well, you're part of the problem. We have a Republic and that takes right. a, you know, active citizenry. You don't have to devote your, devote your entire life with to it, right. but find people who have good ideas and get behind them and help them get elected. Because otherwise, uh, Edmund Burke, all it takes for evil to triumph yeah. is for good, good men to do nothing. To do nothing. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, 100% that's right. true. Yeah. This is gender equality. It's so, good people. Right. <laughs> good people. That's right. right. Good people. Everybody. That's right. Everybody. That's, every that's good. That's everybody. good. Um, so, so who's the good people? The good people. And yeah. anyone. And it's, I mean, well, do you, when do you it comes know of to, any that, yes, like, I, politically, I, like that are doing the right things as far as the bills go? We know quite a principal legislators. There are good ones who have come out. Yes, there have. And this is going to be an interesting year. Um, okay. Uh, you're None gonna... in Sussex. Uh, None. None. Sadly. 
It's yeah. ridiculous. That's true. Okay. It's, so, I'm going to tell you, my guy's Brian Petty John, and he told me straight up, you know, when he sees me, he's like, this guy. Right, right. Because <laughs> he knows why I'm there. You know what I mean? I'm a felon. I'm not allowed to vote, but I am allowed to go and participate in democracy, right? So to the office we go. He <clears> won't ever see us cannabis people. We have bunches of lobby days a year. It's so funny. I've dealt with him for so many years that I already know the deal. Oh, he's busy that day. He'll fit you in. He doesn't fit you in. He rolls out. So a friend, Kira, Kira says, yes, what, Bill Dean? I got to visit with Brian Pettyjohn. I was like, he's busy. He's going to fit you in. She's like, yep, he's going to fit me in. I seen her later that day. I was like, how'd it go? She's like, he didn't fit me in. Right. We've met with right. him multiple we, times. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that, uh, he will never wow. see us. You got to come with never. him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. not even in his district, either one of them. Wow. I'm actually in his district. You should be I, with him again. He'll... He's one that I think could be convinced. Come with us well, to our next meeting. But they need to hear from people yep. in the district. It's, Here's it's the one thing about really, me. You gotta organize right? and go out and reach. I do my damage out like this. Mm-hmm. This, to me, I didn't have to get ready for this because I have the same conversation. I'm a bar fly. I'm a roofer. I'm a bar fly. I'm mm-hmm. a pot smoker. I constantly smell like pot. People I'm sitting next to go, man, I like your deodorant. You know what I mean? Right, and right. So we have these conversations all the time. Yeah. I see him in a restaurant. And uh, actually, you know what happened? He had an open house where you come and have coffee. And I rolled up in there and I just sat in the back and all the mean old white people that he supports the there and they hated immigrants and they mm-hmm. hated this and they hated that. And I waited till they were all done. They left and he just kept looking at me because I didn't fit. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I walked over to him and I said, you know, somebody told me that you took an ounce of oregano in there to try to fight decrim. I was like, marijuana don't look like oregano. Mm-hmm. It looks like dog turd or corn cob. So next time, go in there with some dog turd or some corn cob because that's what an ounce of marijuana looks like. So we got to talking about it, and I was like, I don't understand why you're against it. He's like, an ounce seems like a lot. I said, you buy toilet paper one roll at a time? And he was like, no, I got three kids in my house. Mm-hmm. I said, pot person gets high four times a day. Wake and bake, lunchtime, 4.20, and 8 o'clock when Family Guy comes on. Okay. So I said, <laughs> seven times... <laughs> You know, right? So I said seven times four is 28, 28 right. grams in an ounce. I'm buying right. my weed. You just bought it you know, a week I'm at a time. I'm buying a 20 pack right. of toilet paper. I'm going to the cut wow. to get ripped off one time. Right. Bill, they're afraid of you, man. You know what? I'm too smart for it. You know what I mean? He said I'm going to the cut to get ripped off one time. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> no, it's true. These dispensaries hey. rip you off Ooh, majorly. I'm, I'm talking about the cut. The you know? cut right, right, <laughs> they rip right, you right. off down there, They rip too. you off, too. They rip you uh, off, too. Let me ask you a question for Kim. Kim, do you think, and I have felt this from the beginning, because of the restrictive way that the medical law was written super hard for those people to grow their own weed no outside growers i personally believe you need three people that just grow weed so that they are in competition at the dispensary mm-hmm. who's got a better product who's got a cheaper product that brings costs down the problem that they got to grow their own weed and it's got to be indoor and all the restrictions they put on there do you think that that limits production so much and because it's a democratically run insider game to begin with that's why they're holding back on adding more people to the list with new okay. uh, new deal, you know, new causes? So um, as far as it being a democratic game, you're right. However, in this case, anytime you pass a bill that involves finances, adds a tax, it's going to need both minority and majority to pass, okay? Because it's going to need the majority vote. Mm-hmm. So they cannot just pass it. If that were the case, HB 110 probably would have passed no, last year. No, that's not year. what I mean. I mean, do you think that they restricted these 
these so dispensaries growing so much that they can't produce enough product under the current law. Yes, I do. And that's why they won't let more conditions. If you let a bunch of conditions be in, like, like uh, what's the one that they didn't let in? Um, anxiety. Yeah, okay. So now 5,000 people get added to a list Correct. of 7,000 people. They already can't serve 7,000. It all goes right. back to mm. the restrictions they put at the grow so, level. That's correct. So the restrictions mm. they have for someone to get involved into the medical program and start supplying medicine to patients, there are such high barriers to entry. Everything from extremely high licensing fees mm -hmm. to get involved. It's very micromanaged by the government from the way they tell, you know, if someone wants to get a license, they're going to be told and say they do. They're going to be told um uh, hours of operation. They're going to be told um, how many employees they can have, whether or not they have to have a certain badge. Absolutely. And the fact that we only have a few growers and few dispensaries is exactly why the prices are so sky yeah, high. Opened, it's exactly right? why we the can't meet supply and demand. Uh, some of the new ones. Yeah, two. The two. Because all the law was they one have forever. to grow when their own weed. When they first opened the one still do. They still do. They and still have to grow all their own. They yeah. still have yeah. to grow yeah. all their own. And, and see, have people dedicated yeah. to just growing. I mean, you well, can't what own we're a dispensary. Looking to do, you got to so have growers. What we're looking to do, yeah. right, it's a zero yeah. free market. It's a, it's a monopoly, and it's at the expense of patients. Yeah. And it's wrong, and it needs to stop. And so with this next bill, this next year, we are going to ensure that these mistake, same mistakes are not made with the recreational bill. We're going to make sure it's not going to cost an arm and a leg for a person to get involved in the business. We're going to make sure that there's not all these strict restrictions. Re, mm -hmm. You know, we're going to make sure that there's home grow. It's not freedom if they say, if for the government to say, we're going to have this product and you can have it, but only if we can tax you on it. Th well, that's I, not I, I freedom. Have a Go, right. Back to the right. grow level. Yeah. All right. Um, and maybe you guys can answer, maybe not, but it's, it's just a question I have. If if we just allow uh, anyone, maybe not anyone, but if we allow more growers, mm -hmm. I haven't heard too much talk about the, the regulation, um, the regulation part of that, because if if there's if, if there's all of these different species of of, of mm -hmm. weed, you know, some is more potent than others and this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. it, could that be some of the fear that they don't want this to happen? You know, it's, a, get... it's the same things as fruits and vegetables, to be quite honest. You have mm -hmm. to grow something responsibly. I mean, you, you're not going to, it's anytime you're, you have a product that you're going to consume, you want to make sure it's a safe product. But as far as the potency levels and whatnot, right. again, it's never going to be in a medical emergency. I personally like the right. higher potency. I only want to take a couple draws. I don't want to have to sit there and smoke a whole entire joint mm. to get the same. It's not good for my lungs. I don't mm. want that. Um, right. I think farmers should be allowed to get in on this product, on this. Agriculture is huge for Delaware. Mm -hmm. We have all this land. They hate it. And, what, and the way one tell, the one, oh, see, the, no, the, all the farmers we talk to, right? they and want they, in. Yes, I talked to this guy, the, the biggest chicken farmer down my way, I guess it's Willie Farms or Webb, one of them. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there at the bar talking weed like I do, just hat room. I wish I had a plug. plug mm -hmm. right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we were talking about weed and, and I think we were talking about decrim. And they said, well, that's the guy you want to talk to right there. And it's, you know, 80-year-old guy sitting there eating his soup. And I'm like, let me ask you this. If they legalize weed, are you going to grow any of it? He said, I don't think you should even be able to have it. And I said, but you got all this property. You just, I said, you're just going to watch million-dollar bills drive by in somebody else's truck? He's mm -hmm. like, I said, son, I don't think you even should be able to have it. Mm -hmm. 
So that's his mindset. I mean, that's the guy. That's the same age as Harvey Kent was, the same age as uh, Hawker, Mm, you know, all. It's those guys. It's those guys are in power. Believing Miss. King. And it's those are the guys that grew up up with three sources of news. Right. NBC, ABC, CBS. And they all were saying the same thing. This. You, you do this reefer madness. You go crazy. Yeah. Whatever. So right. It, you know, it's right. a Harvey Kent's exact quote to me. I said, where do you get your ideas about marijuana? He said, the U.S. government, the Navy, my preacher, my mom, my grandma. So, and I said, none of those people are scientists. That's just what I said to you. The None farmers we've right. spoken to here in right. Delaware want to wow. get in on it. In fact, they were not happy with the bill that was put out last year, HB 110, because it was written in a way that only a select few people would get those licenses. And so, as Sam, I've heard you describe it, why should one farmer get a license? They're one of the lucky winners. They they met all the criteria, right. and they're, right. so they're oh, able to a grow lot, it. a lottery on top of that. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. the guy next to him who has land, can't grow it. In fact, mm-hmm. if he does, he's going to go to jail. Yeah. That's right. Is that fair? Is that fair? Is that equal? No. no. Equal yeah. opportunity. Right. Everybody should have that. We have thousands of farms in Delaware, and those guys should be able to get in on this opportunity. Not a, right. HB 110 is something like maybe 75 total growers in the entire state. That's not enough. Right. Oklahoma, which has maybe four or five times the amount of people we have, they just opened their medical system up a little over a year ago. And they have more than 3,000 growers who have mm-hmm. applied. You know, it's there's important to note, too, with the with the growers that they they, they are going to tell people what size. So don't think that all these when you hear 75 growing licenses, a lot of people think, oh, well, that must be, a th- be no, no, no. Yeah, there's yeah. there's there's square footage that right, they're allowed right, right, to have. Right. And I yeah. think only a handful of those are, are even any significant size. size. Most they're are like, not. You know, they start there's like 25 maybe in a room this size or something. It's, it's right. really very restrictive. Yeah. They want to create a cartel, a monopoly. Mm-hmm. You know, my feel is that there's, you know, it creates room for corruption. It creates room for, oh, well, if I'm a politician. I think it's and, a political uh, money fight, just that's, like that's exactly, It's like, well, and we're not going to let any more licenses be out here for more people to sell it and grow it and so on. But, you know, the cannabis industry, you need to make sure that the donations are coming. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, yeah, because the politicians are the ones who decide. It's like, oh, we need more licenses. We need more. Instead... It needs to be free market. That provides the best for consumers, more competition. It's Mm -hmm. lower prices, Mm -hmm. better quality. You have people who are actually in it and competing, not who are just sitting back and collecting the money because they have a state monopoly and you're forced to go to them. Mm -hmm. That's what we have in the medical system now. That's what they're trying to do in Delaware. So hopefully, you know, that's the goal. Hopefully we can slow that. We can stop that. You know, we've got one of the groups we have on board with us Mm -hmm. is the the Delaware Asian American Business Association. Mm-hmm. And they represent a lot of people who own convenience stores, liquor stores, smoke mm-hmm. outlets, and all kinds of other different businesses. Right. But there's a significant amount of liquor stores and tobacco outlets. Right. These are places that are already 21 plus. There's mm-hmm. more than 500 of them in the state. These are small businesses, people in our community, most of them. Mm-hmm. Why are they gonna be shut out of selling cannabis? If, yeah. You know, right. the state's only trying to allow 10 or 15 retail licenses. No way, that's right. not fair. Right. You know, a tobacco license is a hundred bucks. A liquor license is a thousand mm-hmm. for a, a two-year license. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make cannabis cost you know twenty, twenty-five grand to do your application and license. Yeah, extremely yeah, unfair. It's, it's extremely. <sighs> How much did you say? Yeah, twenty-five. Uh, so yeah, right. exactly. Up to you know, starting like fifteen thousand right. is gonna. Still. That's a lot. A small business. That's that's inventory. That's fixtures. That's equipment. All this stuff. 
They're trying to make it. Does free health care come with that? It's crazy. <laughs> and instead, well, no. it does. Free health care comes for them. Right. These guys <laughs> the, like, smoke, the, smoke shop, the, uh, the smoke outlets and the liquor stores. Liquor sales go down in states that legalize because people substitute yep. cannabis. They should be, it's like, oh, I can use cannabis now. I don't have to get drunk and binge drink and all this stuff. Liquor mm-hmm. stores go sales goes down. Those guys should be able to sell it not only because they're going to be hurt monetarily, so they should be able to make that up, but they're already complying with all the rules, 21 plus, checking IDs. They pay right. the taxes. They already know the deal. So mm-hmm. it's only natural just right. to let them do it. And it's this is, you know, again, this mm-hmm. is America, freedom. It's like we don't want to just have cannabis legal, semi-legal. No, it's right. freedom. You know, we're not going to get to the point where eventually, you know, just like I'm sure Bill would love to be there if it's like you could just have your soul at the farmer's market. I don't yeah. think we're going to yeah. get there. I don't think yeah. we're going to get there. I think we but could. We can well, have you know, you go watch what you'd be yeah, every 40, farm 40 years or so. Next to the guy selling peaches. And that's right. Right. You know, if no, he's selling uh, peaches we right can now, get a lot further. Right. There's some a guy selling basil, selling asparagus. There's a guy already selling herbs. We're talking about an herb. Right, you know, it's, can, it's just another herb. Can we get there without the the federal government changing their stance on it? Yes, I mean, really, can Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Okay, because I mean, I I agree. I mean, we talked about the the government period, and so I believe in state sovereignty and sovereignty and laws, and I think the state should should have their freedom. Mm-hmm. United mm-hmm. States, not United That's Nation. Right. You know? right. Um, right. The Tenth Amendment. We, we, we band together yeah, for some right. principal things, but we live freely in the states that we want to live in. Um, but it's like with with the stigma that that comes across and and the how they still treat you as a criminal, how they mm-hmm. still treat it with the stigma that it has. It I, I see it as a huge barrier for some doctors to get behind it for important people that are going to inform the politicians properly or whatever the case may be. But it just intellectually, how can we get there if they still treat it like it's being smuggled in the country or something like it's this terrible, terrible boogeyman? You know, so I don't know if, if a state can do it on its own and to the, to the point we're selling it next to peaches. That's what I'm saying. You know, uh, well, we can get there. I mean, I think, you know, and part of what Sam was saying about, you know, allowing people who already are trained liquor stores are already trained. They already know the we card program. They're not going to sell to a minor. You know, we right. were talking about earlier how it'll be great to legalize. But can we legalize without changing the entire culture? of Delaware. Okay. Okay. And so, um, one way to do that is not to hand out only specific retail licenses. If you did that, you're going to have, that's how you end up with pot shops all over the place. But if someone can pick up their little pack of pre-rolls from behind the gas station counter, or when they decide to pick up maybe a bottle of wine for them and their spouse when they go home that night, mm-hmm. well, then there's no need to have only specific pot shops all over the place. So you don't, we don't need to do that. Everyone can get in on this market. Bakeries, mm-hmm. edibles. Why can't a bakery get in on this? Right. They're not going to sell to your child. Yep. You know, and we need to legalize correctly because if we don't, all we're going to do is keep fueling the black market. We're going to keep funding Mm -hmm. criminal activity. Kids are still going to keep getting access. Mm -hmm. You know, states that have good legalization programs, they see as number one. First of all, you know, teen use drops. Mm. No one wants to lose their license and sell to a teenager. Right. Right. The weed card program has been proven to work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Second. 
we have a huge opioid epidemic going on in this country and in our state. States with good legalization programs have seen as much as a 25% reduction Mm -hmm. in opiate overdoses. Mm -hmm. Not only that, we don't want to be wasting our police resources. So we need to get on it and we need to do it now. And it needs to be done correctly. Everyone should be allowed in this market, not just people who have friends or happen Mm -hmm. to be majority whip of New Jersey and are friends with the people crafting the bill here in Delaware. That's not how Mm -hmm. that works. That's corruption. Mm -hmm. And people like me and Sam will stand up against that Mm -hmm. and voice it. We're not here to make a select few people rich. We're here to free a plant that should have never been illegal to begin with. Right. We're here to make sure if people can brew their own alcohol and they can grow their own tobacco, they should be able to grow their own pot. I do not want to hear this year that, oh, okay, we're going to legalize, but only if you buy it here from my friends who dominate this market and Absolutely. we're going to tax the heck out of it. So what you're that legalizing is, not is the, legalization. the right to spend money. Right. That's right. Right. Exactly. The right to spend money. Right. Where we threw the uh, British East India Company right. out of the U.S. Yeah. Monop- it was not more right. than taxes. It was right. about a monopoly. You yeah. had to buy from them. Mm-hmm. Yep. You couldn't go get your own tea and bring it in. Right, which is the um, the the one you know uh, caveat or the one catch to a free market is just just prevent monopolies and corruption wherever you can. You know, small slight regulation to prevent those things, but everything else just let us do a thing. Competition. Don't put in the powers of one company, you know, whether it's Bill Gates with Windows or whatever it is, you know, a cell phone company or whatever. Let them compete. And that's going to actually help the consumer in the market and in the economy best. That's right. I I don't even like I'm not advocating to smoke. I'm not looking to smoke, you know, but I'm on your side. I feel like just the foundation of the country. You ought to have a right to grow in your backyard. Not I don't don't know about what are like poppies or something, you know, or whatever you want. We just had a conversation and I said, you absolutely should be able to grow a coca plant, a poppy plant, because if you're going to go out there and scrape the amount of opium that comes off a poppy and Mm -hmm. use it, you know, it's not the same as going to the pharmacy. First of all, it's not going to be as intense. And I was telling him, you can, you used to be able to watch a video, a woman in Indonesia smoking opium. So they tell the story. She had been raped by soldiers, broken hip. There's no Obamacare down there. She gets some opium that just grows off the plant. That's the only pain relief she has. You know, all these things, back to the Christian thing, we're all in the Garden of Eden. If you're a Christian, you believe that. It's not somebody created that. God created it way back then. If that's where you come from, that's where I come from. You know what I mean? If you're an evolution guy, I'm sorry about that for you. (laughs) One thing to keep in mind, too, for people who aren't so familiar with cannabis or pot plants um you know is say you have one growing in your backyard take me for example say i put one in the middle of my cosmos that i'm growing outside Mm -hmm. it's not gonna hurt anybody you can't ingest pot by touching it in fact i put my children more at risk every christmas season when i put out poinsettias (laughs) those are more poisonous and can hurt my children more (laughs) than a couple weed plants to get me through to help me sleep and not have to make me this veteran pay thousands Mm -hmm. of dollars a year Mm -hmm. to the monopoly we currently have in delaware i just want to grow a few plants it, yeah, it doesn't how make do you, sense aspirin it, it is more dangerous i don't understand yeah. how anybody yeah. thinks that weed could be a threat to your child okay so you have children right absolutely, yeah. i don't have children absolutely not yeah. a big fan um so you haven't met mine yet how okay. could cannabis <laughs> hurt your child okay so you guys have kids how could cannabis hurt your child and go name one right. way 
No, and it doesn't. If and they ate the leaf, okay, so it won't get you high unless it's decarboxylated. So if they came out there and they chewed on your plant, you can't get high unless you heat it. It's right. got to be decarboxylated, mm -hmm. right? So you do that when you're smoking. So it I know what I don't know anyone yeah, well, that knows that. If you, you took know, a pot, if you took commonly, a little pot bud, you know. put it in your mouth and mm -hmm. ate it right now, nothing People would like, happen. My dog it ate my weed. Was so high. Yeah, yeah, you know, probably not. He was probably having indigestion from eating a bunch of weed. If your kids you know, eating leaves, I think we have a bigger problem. <laughs> yeah, that's a leaf. Other than that, your glass bone could fall off and hit him in the foot. The only way I know that weed could hurt your kid is your bone could fall. Look, I'm a parent. We worry about coffee table. That's actually a legitimate beef, but I mean, something. really, you know. I, I cannot imagine any possible way. And here's the other thing. How is pot deadly dangerous for your kid because it doesn't have cancer or epilepsy, mm -hmm. but this kid that has it, it's perfectly safe. And these kids aren't a bunch of zombies and right. second-rate students. Right. Mm -hmm. Riley, so, is Riley yeah, failing yeah, out of school? Or is Riley doing no, Riley, Riley Medler, she is um, a uh, young advocate. She's uh, Riley's law. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's a medical marijuana patient. She's the one who kind of opened up the pediatric world here in Delaware mm -hmm. and, you know, her, her mother is very open in sharing their journey and has shared, you know, brain scans and she's like on honor roll and nothing has changed. Her brain is fine. Development is fine. And, um, you know, and with the kids thing, that's just one more thing that they use, you know, and I say keeping it illegal hurts children more. And this is why one, their access is increased when it's when it's not available, when mm -hmm. it's not available to 21 and older, they access decreases with a good legalization market. And not only that, with a good medical program, opiates are prescribed as much as 6% less. Okay. So that's 6% less moms and dads mm -hmm. becoming potential addicts in the household. Or pills floating around. Or pills and, floating right? around. Or yeah. less pills floating yeah, right, around. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So if you really want to talk about what's best for children, legalization is best mm -hmm. for children. Sure. Right. Is it, and is like, it good um, for the kids for mom and dad to be tied up in the legal system because right. of a little pot? Right. And yeah. not only that, when you take a look at another Time, another substitute, um, you know, as Sam was talking about before, alcohol sales go down between eight and 10 percent in states that have recreational programs. Right. Mm. Do you know how many children grow up with parents who abuse alcohol? We're right. talking about 10% less right. children would abuse. Right. And there's one other thing I want to say. So the bill that we worked on together um, with a bunch of other vets, the SB24, that was the bill for um, those with PTSD to get better access to medical marijuana. Mm -hmm. I have, so I have four children and two are in middle school. And the middle schoolers' parents mm -hmm. all talk. And, you know, they'd see me on the news a few times and whatnot mm -hmm. advocating. They said, one, tell your mom, thank you. But I think what, because it helped them, they actually got access. But what really stuck to my heart is one of the kids went to my son and said, ever since my dad started using cannabis, since that bill passed, mm -hmm. he doesn't yell anymore. Right. My dad doesn't yell anymore. Right. I was actually going to joke, but yeah, that's no, a real joking, story. I was going to say, he's not going to hit you. No. He's going to forget to hit you. <laughs> he's yeah. just going to be like, all right, just, buddy, we'll talk later. You know. When you... When you look at man, when I get up, right, get up. Right, when you look right. at the unintended consequences of of uh, keeping cannabis illegal in the state of Delaware, it's terrible. Listen, our police have more important things to do mm -hmm. for the sake of our children. Please, can we legalize this? 
you know, let's just do it right. Let's do it right. right. So it's good for Delawareans. Let's do it. So it's good for the economy. So it's good for businessmen and women. It's good for consumers, you know, because that mm-hmm. price is going to drop with a good, fair, free market. Right. We keep HB 110 as is right now, that monopoly. That's just going to keep prices high and it's going to keep the black market still, you know, thriving, right. which is exactly what we don't want. Yep. Yep. So, so we're, we've got a few minutes left, but um, we're almost at time. Um, anything, a lot of myths we've, we've covered this, why there's a stigma and some of the myths that, that have uh, been believed for so long, but anything that you know of that you think is a reasonable precaution as it be maybe like a, a risk or something that you say, well, here's one thing that I think you might be want to be careful with, whether it's, I don't know, I don't know, smoking, whether it's edibles, whether it's cannabis, THC, anything that you'll say, here's my one exception, be yeah. careful with this or one thing to consider just for safe usage, you know. So unfortunately in Delaware, um, we have all these ridiculous laws and edibles are not legal. And One precaution I would say is um, because we don't have access to edibles, sometimes my throat can get a little bit sore. Um, So if you can find other ways to consume your cannabis, if Mm -hmm. you are a a patient or even using recreationally, um, you know, if you can get tinctures or even make your own edibles, I'd say that's one precaution Mm -hmm. I could think of. As people who do, who are using it or try it or trying it for the first time for Mm -hmm. whether medicinally or just for adult use, uh, always start small. Always right. start small, just try right. a little bit, just like you would with anything. You're not, right. first time you get drunk, you're not going to go out and like do 20 shots, right? Right. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good idea. Yep. Just, so start small. Uh, if you ever, you know, things like it is easy to take too much mm-hmm. if you're not aware of the dosage. So always know what the dosage is. It's a lot easier in the bud form because you smoke so much, you see how much you're smoking. Right. In edibles or dabs, concentrates, you just have to be careful because that can be a very high amount. You know, if the edibles, you look at the chocolate bar, it may be each square is one dose, five mm-hmm. or 10 milligrams. Don't right. eat the whole chocolate bar. <laughs> right. So pay attention to, you know, that's a big one. Pay attention to what you have. Pay attention to the gummies, how strong they are. Start small, you know, and if you ever do, you know, feel like you took too much, then you can just lay down on the couch and close your eyes and you'll be okay. Right. You know, right. like I said, there are capsules now right. that can, you know, titrate that. The only, you know, uh, other than that, it's just, you know, some people... You know, can it's not some cure all or great thing, you know, for everybody. If mm-hmm. you don't have a good reaction to it, you don't like it. Stop you know, it's it. a, not yeah, for it's you, you know, right. some yeah, some people um there's some people who get paranoid and they don't like the feeling. Well, you know, maybe try a different form or there's THC, there's CBD, there's different indicas and sativas. There's all these different f- kinds of forms of cannabis, some that mellow you out and some that get you, you know, more excited. So, it's uh just just you know, tread slowly and carefully and just be, you know, be aware of what you're trying because it, it it's a very interesting and good thing. But, you know, those are really the only precautions. Other than that, it's, uh, you know, like we covered before, you can't, it can't cause overdose. You know, there's no death associated. What, what, you you would have to, you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, what about those that um, maybe you guys can dispel the myth also? Um, it would definitely help me. Um the, the the ones who say, you know, this is gateway. It's a gateway. It's uh, a gateway to something. Yeah. Oh, because I got that. I've been working on that answer for 20 mm-hmm. years. Okay. Because you, you didn't mention, you know, it, 
I think I heard you correct when you said that you believe that you should be able to grow your own poppies in your in That's your right. backyard. That's right. You know, you know if you're just marijuana, <laughs> goes... it's always those plants seem to be all right. It's the bastardization of those plants. It's turning that poppy into heroin. Mm-hmm. You know, super mm-hmm. concentrated, turning it in. You know, taking the the opium. You right. know, and breaking it down into elements of morphine and codeine. That's when you seem to have the problem, the high concentration. You know, coca, those people all use coca. They got the right to grow a half acre of coca now in Colombia because it's their culture. Way mm-hmm. before we took it and made it cocaine, they've been rolling coke up. It's their coffee. They chew it up. Right. Coca as a plant ain't bad. You know, cat as a plant probably ain't all that bad. But it's when you concentrate that. You make meth. You make heroin. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a plant guy. Give us the plants. God mm-hmm. gave us the plant. Right. Responsibility is in the user. Mm-hmm. You know, whether whether it's your medicine, whether it's a plant, whether it's tobacco, whether it's alcohol, it still comes back to you. Are mm-hmm. you a jerk or do you know how to use this stuff right? You mm-hmm. know, it's an alcoholic beverage. I drink, I drink two beers a day because I used to drink a lot, slap people around, break windows and be in real butthole. I grew up. I didn't want to be that. I, the word sorry is, leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I don't like saying it. I like mm. to think I'm great. I never have to apologize because I'm great. Nah, so I kept having to say, man, sorry about that. So right. I stopped doing that. Right. You know, I took personal mm. responsibility. Right. Absolutely. That's, so, awesome. that's all. As far, I, as far as a gateway drug right. goes. Oh, damn. I never yeah. entered a gateway drug. That was Surgeon General under Obama. I can't remember what her name is. Uh, mm. She came out and said, nah, look, marijuana is not a gateway drug. Um, man, I wish I could remember what her name was. Wow. Anyway, uh, so, you know, the governments came out finally and said that. Now, you know how people are. We believe the government when our letter is running it. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, some mm-hmm. people can't believe anything right. that ever the, came the, out of the Obama administration. Right, well, of right, course right. they would say that. Right. You know, I mean, it's science is science. And she's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm the Surgeon General. And this is science. Right. Well, here's where I'm at. Marijuana has been illegal since 1932. If you picked up a joint ever in your life, you already showed a propensity to do illegal drugs, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to the groceries or go to the pharmacy, they don't got a 55-gallon drum of drug. Sick. Here's your drug. Yeah. Okay. Well, I started out doing meth. My dad was a trucker. He needed more money for his meth habit. He brought me and we started doing meth. Mm-hmm. Then I started doing coke. When I got done doing all those drugs and kicking my alcohol habit... I went to weed because it was different. It wasn't like that. You know what I mean? I didn't Mm -hmm. need to sell it to search out more. And it wasn't a gateway. Much of these opiate addicts are saying, look, man, the way we're getting off heroin in these halfway houses is let us smoke weed. You know, the thing about it is it ain't always the weed. Um, I'm working with a lady that has MS and she's thinking about trying hemp. She wants to break it up. She wants to roll it up. You know, a junkie wants to search out the weed. Mm-hmm. He wants to heat the spoon. He wants to get his thing out. But the halfway house is need... methadone. Yeah, yeah, so you need a time of the day. That's where you get your little right. box that's out crazy. if it's rolling hemp, if it's rolling weed. If you're a junkie or a recovering addict, right. you need your get me time, my, right. my work's time. Mm-hmm. It's right. part of the deal. Yeah. It's part of the cure. You need right. to do that. It's, it's feeding your addiction of I need that time to do this. Right. Okay, well, let's take your time to do that and then smoke some weed and relax. Right. You know? When it comes to gateway, I'd say yeah. the only real gateway is the fact that it's illegal because right now people are forced to buy it on the street. So mm-hmm. when you buy it on the street, the person you're buying it from, oh, hey, I also have some uh, this and that too. Right. That's the real gateway to other drugs. Mm-hmm. They're not going to sell you other drugs at a dispensary. And I would also like to say that cannabis, if you look up any statistics, they're mm-hmm. undeniable that it's actually an 
exit drug. People mm-hmm. are coming off the opiates. They're coming mm-hmm. off the benzos. They're coming mm-hmm. off the heroin, yeah. as you it's say. It's, I mean, you it's, right. it's getting people right. off. So the, the whole gateway theory right. is debunked. Right. That's just simply not right. true. Right. I've heard doctors uh, talk about it as well. They're like, look, no, it's just there's nothing that says you try this. Right. You're you're going to go try this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, and it's, I, I agree with that just from what I've seen. You know, there's there's um like data and then there's, you know, your own personal story or whatever. And, and I think they both kind of can go together. You know, you can kind of weigh in everything. But but my my personal experience with with others, you know, wanting to get off opiates, you know, and I've heard claims that it doesn't marijuana doesn't uh, help. Uh, break other addictions. Well, it depends on how you look at that. When when you offer them an alternative, it does. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's another alternative. You're, you're, yeah. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying mm-hmm. to present it as though, well, okay, let me. What, let's say it's heroin. Well, we give them um, we give them marijuana, and it helps curve their appetite for heroin. It helps break the addiction to heroin as opposed to methadone or something like that. Maybe not medically, but there's people that that would prefer another alternative than mm-hmm. say an opiate or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't, I don't know. And I, I know people that were on opiates mm-hmm. and wanted to consider if there was a cannabis product, you know, that they could, that they could take and their doctor said, yeah, you should go that route. I'm not going to prescribe it. Uh, I'm not going to give it to you because of the backlash or the stigma. And I'm like, really? But really? Like, you know, it's a better yeah. route. <laughs> and you'll, you'll say, yeah. And also some of they get tested and if they have it in their system, well, now you're using a legal drug right. and you're abusing it. So right. it's going to cut off. You know, so they can't even they can't even try it because they're worried that that will jeopardize their pain prescription or however they're getting. Right. It. They don't want to lose it. their yeah. job. They don't want maybe their neighbor to find out. They don't want maybe people at church to find out. Right. Stigma is real. For me, my biggest fear was I never wanted my children's friends, parents to find mm. out because right. I thought that they would think maybe yeah. I wouldn't watch their children or right. be irresponsible or right. not protecting them and or taking care of their needs, which is simply not true. Right. Um, but that was my fear. The, I mean, there's um, so many people that use cannabis, teachers, doctors, mechanics, mm-hmm. engineers, lawyers, business people. It's on and on. Trades people on and on the people who are building your house. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of them. I know a lot of construction guys. Yeah. It, seriously. Yep. There's it's in the good people. Yeah, I got to get in the You know, that's it. It's, you know, I have friends with a lot of firemen and they say, man, it's a shame that, you know, we never get tested. So we're good. But it's a shame they live. They have fear because if they talk about it, when I put myself on the radar, they pull me up. It's a shame. But you can drink with them when you get off. You can go have a drink. A lethal addictive substance that has the history to lead to people doing things they wouldn't ordinarily do, and you may not remember it the next day. I was in the army, a lot of high you know, high pressure, and I wish we could have, you know, smoked a little cannabis, smoked a little weed after work. Instead, what do we do? We got as drunk as we possibly could, and you know, we got back from deployment. It was like, you know, that's. Oh man, that would have been a lifesaver for yeah. a lot of people. It's just as you I know, it's, it's uh, yeah. a decompression period there, and it's yeah. you know a lot going on. I don't think I would have ended up with PTSD the way I did right. if I would have been able to smoke some weed when I got back from deployment because I definitely did the drinking route for a little while yeah. for sure. Yeah, I will tell you, anything to get numb. <laughs> yeah, everybody like that's every what army we do. Buddy I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But then you look at DWIs and alcohol-related incidents and all those things and, you know, increased, you know, um, uh, assaults and this and that. None of that's associated. How about 
pancreatitis and yeah. a destroyed liver right. and death. It's a really right. you know, liver. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not hangover, a good look. The hangover is bad enough. Right, right. Yeah. Right. feel like death. Yeah. Yeah. And the pancreatic cancer, it's inoperable, is one of the ones that right. cannabis oil, and in the end, <laughs> cannabis oil works on pancreatitis. Um, uh. Personal story from Milford, friend of mine. Um, I was acting as a liaison to bring her into better quality weed. Right? <laughs> um, she has rheumatoid arthritis, and like a five layer thing in her neck. You know what I mean? She gets morphine. She gets two time release morphines a day. And then I think four or five Percocet 15s. And, you know, she likes smoking weed. She still smoked weed, you know, black market weed. And I'm like, same thing I always say. Are you on the oil? You got mm -hmm. your card? Right. And she's like, yeah, my doctor, mm, he's old. He won't do it. Mm. But she had a long time of being on these pain pills. I mean, she's addicted to them. Mm -hmm. it, it is what it is. Right, right. And I'm like, well, you need to get your doctor to get you on board. She talked to him about it, and he's like, oh, no, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. So I do what I do. I got her in touch with Canadocs. Mm -hmm. I think Delaware Normal sponsored. She was one of the times they, you know, they sponsored people. We got her up to Canadocs. Canadocs got her history. You know, she's on pain meds. Isn't a qualifying condition you got to be on pain meds for six months? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How stupid is that? You have got to mandatory yeah. take you opiates for six an months that's, that's before you can insane. even qualify to mm -hmm. take, you know, for the application. Such backwards laws. Ugh. Here's the other thing. And don't everybody, I don't have no medical problems, but don't everybody get sent to pain management? And pain management is like, if we find weed yeah. in your system, you're taking all your meds. And right. I'm thinking, what part of you smoking a joint? Right. Made your cancer go away or your, right. you know, you're going to take all my meds because of that? I was right. thinking if they did that to me, I'd go right across the desk and right. probably kill that guy. Right I think, I think this, the stigma, like you said, yeah. it, it, so, if, oh, you're if you're smoking weed, you know, at this, or if you have it in your system, they're saying, well, you're, you're buying weed, you're smoking weed, and you're probably getting off the street. So you have a propensity to abuse drugs and legal drugs mm -hmm. and more criminal. But that's, again, once you've made it that already. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right. like you made it. It's 22. Right. It's, it's like, 22. so, so change the industry change how it's packaged you know like you said pick it up with a with a, a box or a glass of wine however you prefer your wine you know um, but pick it up when you get your you know whatever store. right and and then if it's in your system no one looks at you like a criminal because you know the industry and and society you know has has kind of i don't want to say evolved but yeah um restored you know, the, the proper treatment to something like this, you know, but it's like you created that stigma, which made me look like a criminal for having it in my system. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess you should be alarmed that I'm going to abuse drugs, but it's only yeah. because you have view, you view it as mm -hmm. abusing illegal drugs. Yeah, it's like, sure. Like yeah. Uh, cannabis out of these numbers that they put out every year of abuse and all that. And how many people now they say are going to uh, rehabs for cannabis? We're wasting resources, right. sending people a bunch to of people rehab because you because go to jail or you do our program wow. or rehab, you know, wow. it's crazy. So, yeah, if someone's in a program and they pop positive for cannabis, they're saying, oh, well, either you can go back to jail or we're going to send you to this rehab program. So wait a minute. We know that it's not really a they're addicted to it. We just they're not allowed to do that while they're, yeah. you know, going through this program just because like they addict. did. We're going to send someone using cannabis to rehab, taking a bed away from someone who's struggling mm -hmm. with heroin. And keeping those people on prohibition, mm -hmm. on probation How does that right, right, right. state a lot of money. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. So many resources <sighs> wasted. Wow. It's like they're like even, you know, education and Department of Corrections are like even line items on a Delaware budget. They're like <laughs> 900 and something million yeah. each. Wow. 
Yeah. We pay as much to educate as we do to incarcerate. And I feel like there's only like 7,000 inmates in Delaware to begin with. That's wow. a lot of money spent on seven right. or 8,000 people, another 10,000 on probation. Right, right. So, That's so before. That's how many people in the medical marijuana program? You know? Golly. Um, before we wrap up, <laughs> um, before we wrap up, any any final words, any any last thoughts or any plugs for this is go check this out, whether it's the, the bill we referenced or, you know, whatever. Before one. we go. Yes. Only way I've ever been too high was with an edible. OK. Second thing. How, how'd that happen? Um, I was over Super Dave's. We all know Super Dave, right? We okay. were doing some dabs. And I don't live far from them, but you can say we were rolling out. Super concentrated, you know. Yeah. Over, yeah. Uh, so before I rolled out, he's like, hey, man, one of my friends gave me a nerd rope. And I'm like, cool beans, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a, some kind of gummy rope rolled in nerds. And all of it is soaked in concentrated cannabis oil. Like you you soak mm -hmm. your cannabis oil and alcohol, right. put the alcohol on it, evaporates. Wow. He gave me about an inch. And certainly wasn't the dads. We do dads together all the time. I drove home. By the time I drove home, I was fine driving home. But when I got out of the car, I could not even walk up my three steps. I was couldn't stand up. Whoa. I walked in. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm way too high. I didn't like it. it gave me a headache being that high. My right. eyes couldn't focus. I laid back in my recliner and went to sleep just to get away from it. Right. right. So edible is the only way I ever been too high. Right. I didn't have to suffer because I was stupid. I knew I had some CBD crumble right there. CBD crumble is 99 or 97% pure THC or CBD extracted mm -hmm. from hemp or whatever. Okay. CBD is an uptake inhibitor. Okay. So if you take a bunch of TB, like she said, she likes the high strains. If you get a high THC strain, but mm -hmm. it's got three or four times as much CBD, right. like a five to one or whatever they call it, like they give these kids right. with epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes your body titrate that. It's an uptake inhibitor. You can't get that dose of THC. It's in there, and the limited two or three hours it's in your <clears> bloodstream, <throat> your body can only titrate a small amount. Mm -hmm. So while I was too high on, on that THC, I could have got my vape out, did a dab of, TH, of CBD crumble, and it would have been leveled like it out. Leveled it out, yeah. right. Apparently, right. it's like a done deal, like Naxalone or Narcolone. Wow. And they wow. use that really concentrated, right. like in the emergency room. Yep. Apparently, it's pretty daggone quick. Wow. I've never seen the kids with the epilepsy deal, but they say if they put the drop in their mouth, yeah. they stop like, bam. Yep. Supposedly, it's like you no, start no medicinal down really quick. value, though. No medicinal, no medicinal value at all. Value. <laughs> it just stops epilepsy. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tracks, right? they don't know why, you know, because they haven't scientifically proven right. why. But it's like this catch 22 something about the FDA can't give one penny to the research of any Schedule One narcotic. Right. That's what, and so, yeah. like the DEA yeah. says, we need clearance from the FDA, but the mm. FDA somehow is forbidden to right. give them the clearance. Right. So, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely got to be done through the legislature. The president can't do it. I think even Obama said, you know, it's not in my vocabulary and it needs to be done through the legislature. Right. I think it's so engrossing of all these different departments. That's why Delaware needs that that thing. I said, look, you guys got the crim. Why don't you go about it the simple way? I stood right in Sin's office and said, you guys could not have picked a more difficult way mm -hmm. to try to pass this. Mm -hmm. This is dumb. If you would just give us the plants like DC and then incrementally, we get a, you know, like I said, mm -hmm. then you get an industry growing. Right. You know, 
But certain legislators yeah. wouldn't allow it. They only wanted the monopolizing bill to go through. Uh, but obviously that didn't happen. That. So yeah. it's still that same bill and it's still going through. It's uh, not going my to go question through. is what's going to if you say you're going to get changes to it, if you can't get Zoe to play nice and we can't get the legislators to put those changes in like home grow, what is going to be alternatives? So this is a third year That's for it. Right. Then it's out of here. Yeah, well, here's the deal. Yeah, well, no, for this one, it was introduced last year, so it's still live for the next year. Then the session's over. There's elections, so that if it doesn't pass, that bill's dead. Cool. It's already dead, though. It doesn't have the votes. We have amendments to make it better. I really don't have much hope for those. We're going to get a clean bill introduced, and hopefully it's going to be one everybody can get behind. That's this strategy. year for this session, that, yeah, in, in competition with one ten, yeah, one ten is dead. One ten is dead. I'm with you. Yeah, that bill is never going so, to pass. It's got to be fair <laughs> and equal for people to get in, giving opportunity for anyone who's interested. Delaware is uniquely positioned in the Mid Atlantic. Here we have going from Richmond, DC, Baltimore, Philadelphia, right. uh, Camden, up through New York, that mm -hmm. whole corridor, metropolitan corridor. Mm -hmm. we, agriculture is still our number one private sector industry here. Mm -hmm. Delaware can be a cannabis state. We can provide cannabis. It's gonna, want, the fact that we legalize, it still won't go across state lines. Mm -hmm. That's not far behind. Mm -hmm. That's really not that far right. behind. <clears throat> so if our farmers and our industry can get set up here, and go right now, and not mm -hmm. only that, but have the advantage of doing it on a free market system instead of some controlled monopolized system, right. and really get out there and produce something, we're gonna have a huge advantage for when we go across state lines, we're gonna be supplying the whole metropolitan area with cannabis. It's a huge opportunity for Delaware, mm -hmm. It's a huge, and then not only is it a huge opportunity for Delaware business-wise, but it's the right thing to do. Right. We've criminalized people for it, you know? It, it's just, it's so crazy that for a benign plant like this mm -hmm. that is comes from creation that this is somehow this crazy illegal thing and we have to go through all these hoops and now that we're finally nearing the end where prohibition and this big shameful thing is being reversed that we have people legislators and mm -hmm. out-of-state interests corporate interests special interests who are trying to take this legalization thing and turn it into a co corporate monopolization where mm -hmm. it's going to be funneling money it's not right you know that's what we're fighting for you know my to leave with is join delcana delcana.org we're on facebook we have until june 30th the delaware legislature meets again in january we have until june 30th to get, get a bill passed we have promises from legislators to spot introduce and sponsor bills that are mm -hmm. cannabis freedom bills so stay tuned this is the fight and it's 2020 That'd this is really bills. it federally yeah, yeah. you know federally there is some stuff going on right now the dea and fda are both accepting comments public comments till the end of september go to their website you can do public comment on rescheduling or descheduling cannabis which is a big step federally and would make some big inroads you know and also uh Send a tweet to Donald Trump. I have a feeling he's going to do it before the election. I don't know. That's maybe just some <laughs> crazy thing I'm okay. thinking of. But I have a feeling he might say something about it before the election. And that would be, you know, it'd be huge politically for the United States because it's a sea change. It's it a really Donald is. Trump word. We're it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. huge. We We're got now, the best people. We got the best alcohol, guys on it. That's right. We alcohol, we do. right. <laughs> the end of alcohol prohibition ended the same there. way. Yes. We set new records every year in America with our weed. State by state, that's how alcohol prohibition. drugs in the world yep. are grown for America. We're 5% of the population of the planet and 75% of all the drugs in the world are made 
for America. 80% of opiates are consumed by Americans and we mm. only make up 5% of the population. That's look correct. That means that the five, look and look, 80% of the world's opiate consumers. I got even another That's number crazy. for you. They say only 30 million people say that they smoke weed and only 30 million. So apparently only 30 million. So only 10% of that. Mm -hmm. So that means 10% of one fifth of the population, one fiftieth of the world's population does 80% of the drugs in the world. Yeah. We are getting it in, son. Yes, yeah. Woo! Tom wow. Carver. <laughs> Senator Tom Carver. I met with him I don't know, a year and a half, year and a half ago and asked him about this. And his answer, well, what's the Delaware legislature going to do? Well, if the Delaware legislature says yes, you know, legalizes cannabis, ends cannabis prohibition, then he says, well, federally, I'll, I'll be bound to support it. I'll have to support it because I want to represent Delaware. Right. Right. So it's not the matter. We don't have to wait for the federal government. The state gotcha. of Delaware has point. to take action yeah, just like we point. did with the med just like Delaware did with medical yeah. and all these states did with medical and cannabis. Alcohol prohibition went the same way. The yep. states started ending prohibition. Maryland never enacted prohibition. The state of Maryland, they were known as the bootlegger wow. state. Mm. Yeah, they never enacted it. So yeah. it's the states need to take the lead. That's right. We are the United States of America. Right. And we are yeah. the... You know, the little yep. republics that make up the big republic. And we have to show our yep. federal representatives the direction that yep. this country needs to go in. Once 25 states um, ended alcohol prohibition, they changed it back federally. And, you know, like I said, 11 states have already. Mm -hmm. Hopefully Delaware will so be one of them. Explain to me why 35 states got medical marijuana mm -hmm. and the federal government still against it. Are we really 11 <laughs> states or wow. running you know everything? Why. Look who loses. Somebody explain that to me because I don't right. get it. It is very right. simple. Who stands to lose billions and billions of dollars? Right. Pharmaceutical and right. the pharmaceutical yep. industry. Yep. I mean, you know, yep. and, the, and the criminal justice. And corporate interests. Yeah. But yes, yeah. That's, yeah. Exactly, mm -hmm. that's exactly right. You follow the money and you, you find mm. your reasons for your answers to things. Wow. Wow. So I guess all the dice hasn't fell in line for Delaware to legalize because standing on the outside, not able to vote. When you tell me they needed four more votes to legalize it and five people abstained as somebody that likes numbers, I'm like, do you not see them dangling the carrot? Right. Five people abstain. Not just the exact amount, but one more. Right. You know. Yep. Yep. You, it's your vote. You wrote it. Your side of the table. Nobody on the side of the table has even given crap about it. Right. You know what I mean? Petty John told me that he don't care about marijuana, but the people that put him in place aren't for it. His answer is always the same. I represent the most conservative district in the state. I myself don't care if you have a little marijuana, but the people that put me in place Dude. don't don't right. want it. So that's why I stopped visiting because he's honest with me. Because I meet him and I see him and I talk to him. So ask me this: Ryan Pettyjohn told me he was part co-sponsor of the or co-sponsor of the no qualifying conditions Correct. bill. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a Republican. We had several why, Republicans. On so there. why the Democrats not just pass that? Mm -hmm. Why are they well, because they're trying that. to control mm -hmm. how many people's getting in that system because right. they made a stupid system that can't supply the two. Oh, excuse me, the medical cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, okay, look, go ahead. You're going to answer. Oh, uh, if listen, if anyone wants to get involved, if anyone mm -hmm. heard this today and they're like, "Hey, I want to get involved." 
Check out Delcana. Send us a message. Um, there are a ton of ways. We're looking for volunteers for all sorts of different things. Um, if they want to call their legislators, mm -hmm. call your legislator. That is your right. right. Your legislators work for you and they need to hear from you. If you don't know who your representative or senator is, ask us. We'll look it up. We'll find it for mm -hmm. you. It's very simple. We'll show you how. Um, the biggest thing is just getting involved and letting them know how you feel and where you stand. Because if enough people want it as petty john senator petty john is doing you need to represent mm -hmm. your district otherwise it won't be your district too much right. longer mm -hmm. come re-election so get involved in step out of your comfort zone a lot of people who are listening to this think you know i'd really like to get involved but uh, just do it if you feel led to do something do it be a part of changing history be a part of making it a better delaware um otherwise you can't complain when things go south right right well, you you guys have done an excellent job. I, I will Absolutely. say, I, I had no idea, you know, what this was going to be like. Um, and I just kind of point out, and re probably the reason why, and and it goes along with the myths and the lies and and the stigma. But there's like a a, a caricature of the stoner, you know, of the person that's a marijuana right. supporter. And it's a, it's yes. right. It's mm -hmm. an exaggerated, you know, stereotype. Which none of you, Bill, you're probably the closest, but. <laughs> But you're also a hundred percent legit guy that yes, knows a lot. And, yes. hey, and the whole thing is, I'm a 20 year self employed businessman in the state of Delaware, so right. I'm not contributing members to society. Right. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you're so whining, crying, 18 to 21 year old boys come and work for me, listen yeah. for a little while till I. Get rid of them. Right, right. I was going to say that. Yeah, 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 right. So, I mean, you, you guys have done an excellent job, you know, touching on some of the the, the truths, you know, getting getting yeah, down yeah, to the yeah. truth of it. Um, and I think that's what's going to help, period. You know, whether it's um, someone in this guy's district or, or that district, they, they don't want to use it, their kids aren't using it, or whatever the case may be, but at least they can make an informed decision to say, oh, this would probably be better, period, for our state, or it's it's a more constitutional thing to do, or whatever the, the several cases you can make for it. They're mm -hmm. making a, a more well-educated, uh, informed opinion, you know, on it, instead of saying, ah, that, that reefer, that pot stuff, or whatever it is, you know, like you said, that the 80-year-old person lettuce. or the, oh my <laughs> lord, the devil's lettuce. Sheesh, but I don't know. I, I think... Oh, I've heard that. You've never heard that? Have you heard that? Absolutely. That's I've heard that many times. The, the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. I'm like, wait a minute, but I love so God. Evil. I love the devil. Like, it's it's so evil. Oh, the devil it's so was evil. a vegetarian. I didn't really wouldn't think the devil ate a lot of vegetables. <laughs> Hell seems hot. You know what I mean? I didn't know you could grow that stuff down there. Right. Seems like a lot of barbecue fast, yeah. going on. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of meat, huh? A lot of stuff on the spit. Oh man, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, but you guys have done an excellent job uh, sharing to to inform, enlighten. Because uh, I, I don't, I didn't know all of these uh, intricacies. You know, uh, legally. You know what what's going on? The the problem, like I said, uh, HB one ten. You know, for face value, mm -hmm. so and it's ignorant. Seemed like a good thing. Okay, we're doing something about this. Mm -hmm. You know, so you th you you kind of I think for face value, you look at it and say something. Well, all right, we're they're finally going to do something about this. Mm -hmm. You look at a couple points, like oh okay, but you don't know 
you know, yeah. the things that you guys share today, I'm not going to, you know, recycle, but, um, so I really want to thank you. And I think that it helps our listener, whether, whether Christian or not tend to be Christian, you know, but I think they really, they, they don't want to be stigmatized. They don't know what to do. We want them healthy. We want them yeah. safe. We want to make sure that everyone understands, um, just inside and out all the aspects of it and who better than an advocate who, you know, spends their time saying, Hey guys, let's, let's talk about this. There's, there's, there's a lot, lot here to consider. Um, so I think you guys did a great job. We might get to the place with with information like this and and a thoughtful approach. We might get to having it next to the peaches in the in the farmers market <laughs> or wherever. Well, um, maybe even just clones though. Again, because I'm a grower, so I like to sell clones. So even if we could just get to where you could come an immature plant, mm-hmm. you know, if we could, if everybody could grow, then there's no reason you're not selling mature marijuana. You're selling an immature plant with no bud, right? You know, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to go buy a cush. You know, like wow. when I go to my clone dealer in D.C., you know, he's yeah. got two or three hundred clones in there. Wow. And you sh- I want a lemon kush. I want a strawberry, you know, haze. Pack them up. You know, this is this is America, land of the free. But right. let me say How this. free are you yeah. if you can't take a seed and put it in the ground? Right. That is so How free to the point you? I want to make. It seems, like a, it's, it seems like an oversimplified argument, but I think it, it gets to the purity of it, to, to the to the simpli- to, to the simplicity of it. It's that simple. It's a seed. It's grown in the ground. And as it's grown, it harms no one. It can't right. harm anyone Correct. when it's grown. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, so it, it seems like, all right, well, there's more to it than that. Mm. There's not. The Declaration of Independence was drafted on hemp paper. That's on what they wrote paper. it on when they were figuring it out. That's why it's still there. If it was white paper, mm-hmm. it would be dust mm-hmm. by now. The reason you could still go see that thing ah. is because it's on hemp paper. <laughs> wow. White paper don't last as long. Wood paper don't last as long. It disintegrates. Look at the old newspaper you find in the attic. It's yeah. yellow, falling yeah. apart. It's just right. That thing would not be here if it was not written on hemp paper. That's yeah. that's a strong. But I want to tell you one more thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing about the um, about well, the, the, the law. Right, right now, right. Uh, Delaware's decrim law says I can go to my drug dealer's house as many times a day as I want, or to his mama's house because I can say he lives at his mama's. So I, I could go to his mama's house as many times a day as I want, buy an ounce of marijuana or not, and as long as I get home to my house. I'm fine, right? If they mm-hmm. catch me, they might let me keep it. They might give me a $50 fine, or they might give me, if I'm in my car, a $260 fine and a, a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if in one of those 100 times a day I go buy an ounce of weed, I find a seed in there, and I plant that seed in my yard, right. it's a felony. Right. Mm-hmm. So that tells you what Delaware's pay-to-play process is. <clears throat> wow. They don't even mind a black market guy making money. Mm-hmm. Just don't grow your own plant. That's dumb. The safest. If you're a legislator in the state of Delaware and you're backing that policy up, you are dumb. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. You yes. heard it here first, people. Bill Dean, yeah. yeah. you're dumb. Bill Dean, I'll tell you what. Yeah. 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 So don't be dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Come on by, I got you. Wow. Come stop on by if you want to complain uh, per se. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for having us on, guys. Thank awesome. you. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, thank you. You guys came. You know, well, I was going to be here anyway today. So, you know. but that's that's really cool. And and I wasn't sure, like. I told, I told that's what got us talking about it is I'm always excited when I have someone come, especially it's more of an expert in something than, than we are, because I have, I have no idea what you're going to say, you know, so I'm excited at the possibility. I, I wonder what they're going to, you know, share with us. So, um, man, it was awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, anything absolutely. from you before we No, man. Yeah. No, no. I, 
I didn't play devil's advocate enough, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're just over here laughing, cracking me up. Bill's got to be rolling over here. Right, right, right. <laughs> I want to get an hour-long show. Man, I, don't care I would like to get said. an hour-long show on like 105.9, the green scene with Bill Dean. I'm like, yeah, I wonder how much The green call. scene with Bill Dean. And so yes. I would have a call-in show, you know, what a segment be what you puffing on. So you just call in from Delaware. What you what puffing, you puffing on? on? What you puffing on? What's that wow. all about? How much like Saturday afternoon. Yeah. From just four to five. So yeah, I think it could be a thing. Wow. Wow. You could have guest speakers from the guy who knows Puffsters in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And let me point wow. out that if you need some CBD crumble, because you're going to be experimenting with edibles, they do sell it at Puffsters. Uh, we have downtown we tried everything we're legally allowed to sell yep. cannabis-wise. We do it. Sendover. Lockerman. Right, right. Yeah. So I have all kinds of come on, come on down. Right, right, right. Every <laughs> single possible means of ingesting <laughs> CBD in that store, don't you? We, yeah, we do. There and is not, no we, other way to take CBD than what everything is not only that, but it's independently. It's third party tested when it comes from our manufacturers and suppliers. But then we take from each manufacturer, we go and we take a few products from each line and I double check them to make sure that we're getting what they say we're getting because mm. there's a lot of operators out there, especially this is a new market. You just gotta right. make sure that people right. You know, that's part of your job as a responsible business is to make sure that your products are what you, uh, well, you know, what the manufacturer is claiming they are. So I, I know we're trying just, to cut off. Yeah. 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 You said you, you double check it. Do you? They're telling you, about the fake So we, I take it to a, yeah, we take it to. Oh, you take it to somewhere I, I take it to a laboratory oh, okay. in Camden, take, actually. Take a knife, we, poke the bag, yeah. finger. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. That's good. I watch too much. Too many movies. No, no. We take it to a cannabis testing laboratory where he has. He has chemical and light spectrographs that can determine the cannabinoid content and all kinds of other stuff. But we just check it to make sure, like the CBD products, especially. It's a very new industry. Lots of companies out there. And unfortunately, just like in any industry, there's like mm -hmm. fly-by-nighters. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, I see a lot of stuff out there and it's uh, you really need to check and follow up. Because what happens is, you know, some of these like fraudulent companies, they may get a batch of something made, send it off to get tested because mm -hmm. everybody, you know, they have lab reports. That's the first thing you look for. But one of the common frauds is they'll send something off to get tested, and then they have the lab reports. And then after that, everything they're making is phony is or has like 1% right. of what it's supposed to have. Right. A lot that I've tested, or it's misleading wow. labeling. A lot that I've tested, it says, oh, you know, it'll say on there, you know, CBD, and then somewhere else it says 300 milligrams. But mm -hmm. those two things have nothing to do with each other. The 300 milligrams is just how much oil is in there, which might be you know, half a percent CBD or have like one or two milligrams of CBD, if any, wow. some of it, if any. So it's probably, we pre-vet everything and then I get vendors and uh, suppliers to send me samples and then we send it off to the lab to get tested. And even after pre-vetting it like that, because you can tell who's legit or not, a lot of it, right, from the face, but yeah, probably still about 30% is, is fake, wow. you know, or is being misrepresented in some way. So it's, you know, you gotta do your due diligence. It's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah, like you do. Like, yeah. I, man, that's, that's crazy. That's funny. You're yeah, telling that story it. how it says CBD at 300 milligrams and you don't relate. I have a friend yeah. named Fitzy, and he was mm -hmm. in the Army during Vietnam, and he got shot. And he'll say, yeah, I was in the Army during Nam, and I got shot. 
Right, but he got shot in a bar during right. in Philadelphia. <laughs> right. And during Nam, he was in uh, right. like Colorado Springs yeah. or something, training to be up on the Canadian border. Yeah. So it's a great story. You're like, oh, I appreciate your service. See, like, what? I was in Colorado Springs, cross country skiing. Right, right, right. I got shot no in Philly. purple heart there. Right. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, that's it. But that everything you just went into also kind of dispels another myth yeah. or stereotype or caricature. And it's like this isn't just like a pothead shop. Like there's like there's a, a thoughtful, careful process process of making mm-hmm. sure you're offering good products and I didn't know that I knew the hemp mm-hmm. lotion was very nice oh great yeah. my wife has bought yeah, the absolutely. hemp lotion and I actually I, I actually enjoy it yeah, um, it's, it's but good that aside and, you know, yeah and that's a plug, good argument for plug. why we need a legitimate market because right now cannabis high THC cannabis you know marijuana mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right now that's all black market except for the little special medical card but right. in Delaware and a lot of the US still this is all black market right. so there is no quality control you don't know what you're getting patients don't know what medicine right. strain mm-hmm. of cannabis they're getting that they need that they need and also you know if if it's in the black market it's crime affiliated you know you have mm-hmm. gangs a lot mm-hmm. of gangs making money off this yeah. Yeah. one of the yeah. biggest effects the legalization has had so far is the cartels their cannabis profits have been cut tremendously mm-hmm. right you know they're they're out of it they're out of the cannabis industry because they can't compete with good old American right. uh, growers. Yeah, they really right. can. It's like, when's the last time you got Mexican brickweed? Uh, yeah. It's been a while. They, uh, I right. haven't even seen it. I haven't seen it around for, for I've heard many years. trying to get right. our seeds. I've heard that they want to import that. our seeds, but the problem, you know, and I've said this before, I, I said to a Mexican mm-hmm. guy that I've seen in the market, uh, I said, your culture is where the cannabis comes from around here. You guys have been growing this weed for five, six hundred, maybe a thousand years. I know you grow good weed. Why oh, is it so crappy? Job. Right. And he's yeah. like, you see that candy right there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, is it good? I'm like, probably not. He's like, but it's still for sale because if people buy it, why make it any different? Mm-hmm. I think their problem is this. I have a friend in Ghana. Wow. He's, he's a Rasta man. He showed me mm-hmm. what they grow in Ghana, what they smoke. I was like, that looks like trash. Here's wow. what we smoke. And he was like, holy crap. You know, right. our butt is like, oh. Looks like it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I think their problem is their curing method. You know, when you've got a 50-acre field, of weed, you don't have time to manicure that and it gets a lot of it piled up mm-hmm. and it with a pitchfork. I think they probably grow fabulous weed down there, probably great sativas, Colombia and all that stuff. They just don't have the means, first of all, to process, maybe not process the knowledge it, to process right, it like we do because curing 62% humidity for 21 days, opening the jar every day. I mean, that's science. It's a process. Yeah. You wow. know, and it's not a whole field full of hemp hanging in a barn somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, right. you let these farmers in Sussex and Kent County grow cannabis, and they're going to do an awesome job because they're farmers. They've yeah. been doing it their whole life. They yeah. know how to grow plants, and it's you know growing one thing is like another. Once you learn how to do it, you know cannabis right. has its own intricacies. Right. Once you learn how to do it, they're going to be producing awesome crops. And you know the thinking about the Mexican brickweed that's going to make us laugh. Once prohibition is oh, yeah. all over, yeah. just what used to be is right. going to make people laugh, but also be tragic because it's how many people went to prison and jail, had yeah. their lives ruined right. because over of a, a yeah. plant that yeah. is yeah. therapeutic yeah. and has so many good things about it. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last word. Ho- hopefully anyone listening, you know, uh, learned something, was enlightened, you know, and and can at least get involved, whether it's commenting to the DNA, to our uh, DNA, uh, DEA, <laughs> to change the scheduling, to support, to, to contact their representatives or, or whatnot. Go to delcana.org or delawarepetition.com and mm-hmm. sign that petition and sign up. There's the very minimal thing you can do. Put right. your name that's on perfect. it because we know. can show legislators. That's, that's, right. that's right. I got started in 2008 mm-hmm. with the Marijuana Policy Project, which they didn't have nobody here. I was dealing with the people right in Washington about 
bring in medical cannabis here. And I was, you know, they give me the, hey, here's another email for you to send your senator. And I push send, Brian Pettyjohn, Brian Pettyjohn, mm -hmm. Dave Wilson, Dave Wilson. You know, that's how I got started in it. The next thing you know, I got a phone call when I was sitting in a bar. I got a phone call and I'm like, 202, I almost didn't answer it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right. And this guy's like, yeah, this is Noah Mamber. I'm the head of the Marijuana Policy Project. Tomorrow they're voting on your medical bill. And I'm like, I didn't hear nothing about it. He's like, tomorrow, he's like, I'm in Dover right now. We're voting on a medical bill tomorrow. So I went to my people that I talked to. I'm like, yo, everybody call your senator tomorrow. Ruth Briggs King, call them up. I, I work at the beach, so a lot of my people are down there. Mm -hmm. And they called me back, and they were like, no, they said they only vote on bills on Thursday, and tomorrow's Wednesday. I'm just like, the dude told me he's there. You call him, you know, you mm -hmm. tell him you're voting on it, and I want him to vote yes. So they actively were involved. They actually came here from, mm -hmm. called me. All right. my phones like, hey man, if you want this, you better get the call in. Right. So I've been involved with that for a long time, and that was what I did. That's how I started. At least they knew. All right. Well, awesome. Um, so I hope we 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 broke down some some stigmas, some some stereotypes, incorrect, um, some good information, good outlook, and hopefully some good action. And hopefully, maybe one or or all we can do this again and come back and talk about what good improvements legally, you After know, we have, the yeah, After we, legalize, we can do that, follow again. up let's and talk about, oh, this is great. It's what, what just happened. Um, and go forward because it's going to, it's going to be, it's not something you can just talk about one time and say, oh, okay, I pretty much got it. It's, it's going to constantly change. Um, it's right now. Like there's so much, it's just now, um, like re I'm talking about, uh, as far as history goes, as far as, um, the time span of all this in the last 10, 20 years has started to make progress more so now than ever. Mm -hmm. So now more research can be done. It can be considered more by more doctors and it's going to continue to evolve with knowledge, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, it's going to change, you know, information and the policies and processes where you can buy it. Um, so anyway, um, thank you. I know, yeah, I know we've you. done this, but thank you. This is awesome. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this. If you have any questions, you can comment, you can email, um, check out the links. Um, I'm going to have you guys send them to me, but, I, um, just, so we get them right, but we'll link all the things you guys mentioned in descriptions so they can find that link below. Really? Like you said, no effort at all. Just click the link, go ahead and, you know, um, sign the petition or whatever the case may be. So, um, thank you guys for watching and listening again, acts 242com for more. Thank you. Mm -hmm.